Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the Three Take presented by Sea Geek. This is episode 354. I'll be your host, Kyle Corner. I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Hey. Welcome back. We are uh older and sicker than the last episode. I see noticeable bags under my eyes. After turning old man. I've had allergies for the last week and a half. I've gotten yeah. sick about, on average, about once a month. Every other we, week. <laughs> since we moved moved into this house. I don't know if it's something in here or what, but how's it feel to be 30? I I don't feel necessarily different, but I was I was saying this. I don't remember who I was saying it to, but I was like, I just feel like I need to be doing more. I don't, it's like a, it's like a switch that gets flipped where you're just like, I need to do more. I need to make more money. I need to do more jobs. I make more of an impact in society. Yeah. Like I need, I need to be more productive. Like I'm not productive enough. It's weird. It's like this weird. I, yeah. Slept in until like seven 30 and I'm like, you're lazy. (laughs) Like get up. That's, I don't know. That's the only way I can explain it. The self-deprecation is real at, at 30. It is, yeah. Beyond. It I'm is. I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, the motivation of Jim is still not there, though. The gymnasio is still not in the, in the. oh, I'm 30, let's get into great shape. It's like, nah, I don't really care. Maybe 40. Yeah, maybe. Maybe 40. After a decade. All the free food is really kind of throwing a wrench in the, in the whole. All the rewards and all new that? New 30, new me, yeah. Pick up some Krispy Kreme donuts tomorrow. So there you go, <laughs> there you go. The free dozen. What, what, what can you do for your birthday? Is that that's not what? Yeah, they do. yeah, dude. Are you serious? Free dozen. I'm yeah. just now finding this out. It's a steal. Oh my goodness! And it was just Meredith's birthday last week, and we didn't. You take probably advantage. still go, but yeah. It, the tough thing is, I didn't realize you have to sign up for like the the emails. Uh, That's the only way you get deals. And I hate emails. Like I clear my, I hit the little red dot on my app. I clear it out every day. So. Have we had this conversation before? You know how many emails I got 
in my inbox right now. I can't. I can't. It, I can't do. It. I can't even think about it. Don't do it. Don't say it. The, you're saying like the unread ones. Uh, yeah. Is it under a hundred? Is it under a hundred? Clearly, we've never had this conversation before. Then. Oh no. Is it under a hundred? Hundred thousand, yeah, it's under a hundred thousand. I'll give you that. <laughs> How many? Well, if it would load and tell me. Oh boy, the the little icon stopped popping up, or did you take the icon off? I of take the, the icon off. Uh, that stresses me out. Ignorance is bliss. It's fair. Come on now. That tells you how many emails it is if it's not even. It's not even loading. Come on. What a. What is it at? Here we go. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You want to take a guess? No, we're going to play this game. You're going to guess way high and it's going to make me look bad. 16,589 unread emails. Yeah. Not good. Hurts. That hurts. That hurts. Uh, so many free deals in there. Just lost <laughs> in the mix. All I have to say, though, Nate's uh, 30th was partially the reason as to why you didn't hear from us on Monday. I was also sick. Still kind of am. Uh, but here we are Thursday. Uh, we're back at it. And back with a quick little update here. Some good news for some people that have been had been uh, asking about it. Um. The merch is back. We we, go. uh, we got we had to we had to switch gears a little bit when we switched over our website. Um, we weren't able to continue the the merch website we had at the time, so we had to make some changes on the fly here. And uh, we've got the basics up. You got the tees and some hoodies and crew necks on there with the old uh, 30Tech logo that you've come to know and love. So those are up. Link is in the bio. You'll see it down at the bottom. Hit the link in the bio. Scroll down to the bottom. You'll see it. Uh, and we'll be adding stuff there throughout the year. Um, yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but other than that, it is Thursday, May 11th. And because we didn't, um, we, we didn't get to chat with you guys on Monday, I'm just going to run through some... Some quick standings updates for those of you who have been busy, too busy to uh, be brought back into the loop here. So just running through real quick, we'll get back to our usual Monday standings update a little more in depth. But just running through here super quick. Entering Thursday, you've got the Rays in the American League East at the top. Of course, go figure. Still single digit losses. They're uh, 29 and 9 entering Thursday. You've got uh, the Orioles in second, Sox in third, Blue Jays in fourth, and the New York Yankees holding it down in fifth. American League Central, you got the Twins, Tigers, Guardians, White Sox, and Royals. Don't look now. The White Sox are six and four in their last ten. Whoa. The Tigers, bro, the Tigers are seven and three in their last ten. American League West, you got the Rangers, Angels, Astros, Mariners, and A's. And at least you got the Braves, Marlins, Mets, Phillies, and Nats. 
National League Central, you got the Pirates, the Brewers, the Cubs, the Reds, and still in last place, having trimmed their lead from, or having trimmed the deficit from 10 games back, they're now only eight games back, despite being three and seven in their last 10. There you go. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals. And lastly, in the National League West, you got the Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Padres, Giants, and Rockies. Dude, the Centrals are just. I we need to we need to read we need to redo this. Uh, I'm I'm ready for the expansion teams and the and the re redivisioning. This is just this sucks. This sucks. The Baltimore Orioles in second place in the American League East would be in first place in every division except the American League and National League East. Sucks. The Central, I mean, the NL Central, there's not a single team over 500 in their last 10 games. The Pirates are 1-9 and nine in their last 10, and they're still in first place. Yeah, what are we doing there? The, the Blue Jays, who are in fourth place in the American League East, are 21-16, and 16, and they would be in first place in the Central. The Yankees, who are in last place at 21 and 17 would be in first place in the American League Central. They'd be a game back in the West. They would be tied for first in the NL Central, and they'd be two games back in the NL West. And they're in last place. Not that we need to go down the whole American League East rabbit hole again, but just giving yeah. you a little idea as to where we're at here uh, approaching the middle of May. Bad. Bad baseball in the middle of the country. Figured out. Figured out. Uh, the Braves are going to have to figure it out for the next couple months. Max Freed is out for at least two months. That's at least two months. I've heard potential for... Uh, a longer time uh, time frame than that. Mm. As well as Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright is also out. So they're going to need some help from the rotation uh, or in Trevor the rotation. Bauer? No. You said it, not me. <laughs> At what point, if you're a team, how bad would it have to, assuming you're you're not just punting on this year like you're a team that set out to make the playoffs it's looking like there's a good chance at this point in the year it's looking like you're on track to maybe be in that conversation at what point or what would have to happen for you to for a team to acquire Trevor Bauer like when Michael Scott know. needs needs Ryan Howard back he says I'll give you whatever you want. Just give him to me. I want him. I need him. I don't even know. I genuinely don't even know. Because the Braves rotation is hurting. Although they're like, in a good they're they're in good shape though because they can they can coast a little bit. Yeah. Their lineup is so good. It's their disgusting. Is so good. Not as good as my fantasy lineup, but it's it's pretty good. Well, there's not much out there that's better. I don't think <laughs> um I don't think oh man. I don't think there's anything. I I genuinely don't. It's not like he's tearing it up over there. 
You know, I just saw his line the other day. He gave up like three jacks and five runs. We didn't even talk about this. Did you see? Did you do you remember seeing that story? Not not that we need to go down the Trevor Trevor Bauer tangent here, but I hope not. Did you see that story the other day where he was apparently talking about the the sword celebration and then the yeah, guy his on teammate. his team? Yeah, I was like, no, put him on blast. He was like, yeah, no. Finally, somebody speaking out against the the tomfoolery. It's about time. Uh, but yeah, Max Freed out at least two months. Kyle Wright also out. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, another guy. He's expected to miss another two to three weeks. I bet the Rangers go get Erod. I'll give you a little prediction there. What's uh? Can you pull up Erod's contract for me? Sure thing. Because they, what was it? This, it was this past off season, right? That they, they gave him the contract. Oh, that was a longer deal than I thought. My bad. Yeah. Was That's it? What is it? Six. Five no. for seventy-seven, and last year was his first year there. He does have an opt-out next year. That's a. That's a tradable contract. You get some pieces back too. Tigers need it. Fourteen mil though. I don't know. It's so you have to pay. Yeah, I mean you basically pay half of that with the with the idea that he might opt out. He also has a ten team no trade clause, so I wonder wonder who's amongst that teams why why can't why don't they show that they should be out in the open let me know who you don't want to get traded to that stays behind behind closed doors that's stupid that's how the business works it only works for so long it works for 30 seconds you know what i mean i don't know what you mean yankees call the gm hey is erod available not for you. Click. Right. Stays behind closed doors. The public still doesn't know that. It's stupid. I want to know it. I want. I mean, I want to know it too. I want a lot of things, but I, I don't always get Let it. Let me know. Um. Kenley Jansen wanted 400 saves, and he got it. Seventh player in Major League history to earn. 400 saves. Do you know the other six? Oh, boy. All right. Well, you got Mo, Trevor Hoffman. Uh, Kimbrell didn't make it to 400, did he? He did not, but he is next in line. I believe he's close, he has. Right? He's like 397, I think. I to write it down. Raleigh Fingers? No. No. Spent too much time starting. It's all like 60s and 70s, isn't it? No, one guy is uh, in the Hall of Fame conversation, or has been for some time. Joe Nathan? No. 
I put you on the spot. It's not it's not fair, but that's a tough one. Seeing. So you got Mariano Rivera at six fifty two, untouchable. Tre- Trevor Ho- truly Trevor Hoffman at six oh one. Lee Smith at four seventy eight. Francisco Rodriguez at four thirty seven. Mm. John Franco at four twenty four, and Billy Wagner at four twenty two. Ah, Billy Wagner. I might have landed on that one eventually, not the other guys. K-Rod, I never would have. I don't know why. It's just like he eliminated from a brain. Yeah. Do you think First, you think Kenley's in? Not if, I mean, what did you say uh, Wagner's at? 422. And he's on the fence? Yeah, but <laughs> Wagner's also done. Jansen can can still continue to build sure. his case. Yeah, especially at the pace he's throwing right. Dude, he's having a heck of a year, especially with the conversation surrounding the pitch clock because a lot of people, he was coming under a lot he's of scrutiny slow. coming into he's this slow. year. One of the slowest, if not the slowest. Uh, and he is adjusted. He's adapted. He's, what was it? What did, what did Michael, what was Michael's school, uh, business school tips? React. Re, yeah. Act, react. Adapt. Apt. <laughs> Kenley Jansen has done, he's done all of he's those all things. Of those. All of it. He's done all those things. I saw a little note here. It said he, Jansen had thrown a 98.7 mile an hour cutter on Wednesday night. His hardest pitch since 2016. Where's this coming from? Didn't he have dead arm in LA? He's throwing like 92. Well, I mean, he was having some, some major heart issues, but. Was he? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't read about any of this. Yeah. Yeah. But he's good now, obviously. Pumping Chad. Yeah, man. I nobody's thought he was questioning. Done. I genuinely thought he was done. Nobody's questioning he just... his heart now, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Dude. Yikes. That's a cool Um, so the other thing the other thing that I thought was interesting too, and a lot of people forget about this, I don't talk about it. He was originally... Do you know what position he was originally signed as? Catcher. Yeah. And then I saw something... You haven't something... seen that clip that's been recycled for years with him playing with the Netherlands, just hosing somebody from his knees? Yes, I have, yeah. Years ago? Yeah. Yeah. He looked good as a catcher, too. Big body. I like they... big body catchers. They look... Fill up the zone. I think he started... Uh... I think they put him on the mound when he was like 21. I think it was in like single or double A. Hit. Yeah, I don't think he was hitting. Um, I just I I never thought I honestly thought he was done. I thought it was I thought it was pretty much over with. I don't think he's in the hall though. Even if he keeps going, even you give him What's a, sol- a solid years? What thirty to forty saves? That's a really good year. A league leading year? years, forty, right? Forty-five, 40, forty-one. I think he had last year. I think that's a league leading year. Yeah, he so, did. He, he led baseball last year. I think it was forty-one. I don't think he gets a five hundred. Well, he's thirty-five. Nah, thirty-five. Give him like. 
It'll be two more years. Two more years, yeah. And two really good years after this one. All right, so let's say let's say he finishes this year. Let's say the Red Sox have a, a, a decent year. Let's say he finishes the year with 35 saves. What is he at now? Is that- 10? Uh, check the old fanatical app. Last I thought I saw was nine, or that may have been before last night. Uh, come on now. It should be clear. He has nine. Well, again, I don't know if baseball reference is updated yet, but as of right now, he has nine. Or no, it, it it shows him with 400 total. So yeah, he has nine on the season right now. 35. So 425. You'd have to go. I mean, no, it's not going to happen. He's not getting to 500. No, not getting to 500. But that, let's say, finishes year like 425 or so. And then you give him two more years of 25 to 30. That puts him in the 480s, 490 range. No, it puts him like at the 60, yeah, 70s, 80s, 470, 480s, somewhere in there. I don't know. I, it's so I think tough. he is. It's so tough because like as... There is the whole dominance conversation about Hall of Famers, right? That That's always that factor of like, did you dominate or did you accumulate that that total? Whatever position you're playing, was there a dominance, a fear factor kind of thing? And it's really obvious for that position. It's really obvious for that position. I think he is. I need I need at least two more years at thirty plus. After this one, he's got to get over four fifty. One hundred percent has to get over four fifty. If he's under that, he's not in. Four fifty puts him fourth all time. I think that's in. Yeah, over four fifty, you're in. And if. Are you delightfully surprised as a Red Sox fan? You didn't expect this. No. Right? No. I didn't expect this. But I will say, and I will say, it's incredible what happens if you take a player who has a job to do, who's historically done it well, and put him in the role. Instead of this hodgepodge, like what they're doing with the rotation. The rotation is the most predictable thing I could have ever picked out of a like the to start the year i'm not even surprised but it's it's crazy what happens we talk we look at last year with the red sox how many how many blown saves they had or just Mm -hmm. really over the last couple years and then you take an actual closer and put him in the role it's science it's mind-blowing i i don't understand it's relatively simple relatively simple um 
the little note here, the Orioles and Rays series. Big, uh, big series, series dub for the, the O's. That's big time. And that was a one nothing game yesterday. Two to one. Two to one. Two to one. One run game. Yes. Solid. Yeah, O's take two or three against the uh, MLB best Rays. Uh, Orioles. Can we go ahead and say that Cano and Batista are probably the best one-two punch to, to close it down? Yeah, that's a safe bet. They're gross, dude. I'm I'm loving uh is it but it's Batista, right? Or is it yeah, he's got the uh the follow the hard the follow through stare down thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I love that. I don't know why. Just a, just a small thing. They're I love both it. like did they just like copy and paste? Say hey, your twin brother has to go by a different name, throw Cano on his back. They're both disgusting and they're giants. They're huge. Well, it's it's clear that the O's knew something that we didn't because when they let go of uh, Lopez last year, I agree. I was like, what? we're sitting why? there going, why when you have this? Yeah, jewel. This is why they they apparently knew. Absurd. Yeah, so the O's are doing well. They play, they've played 500 over the last six games, but which were two series between the Braves and the Rays, two of baseball's, uh, or no, with, yeah, top two teams in baseball. Right? I'm not going crazy. You might be. Rays and Braves. Yeah. Braves are second. Three yeah. wins for Braves? Beep, beep, beep. 25, excuse me. 29. Yeah, top the... two teams in baseball. Um, also, the AL East is the only team in plus, the plus side of run differential, if you're wondering. Every team. All the way up and down? Yeah, all the way up and down. That's a lot of green. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of green. Uh, AL West would be fine if it wasn't for the A's. Goodness. That doesn't count. Let's chalk the chalk the AL AL West up is the same. Yeah, A's aren't in this conversation. A hundred and forty-two. Negative one hundred and forty-two. Remind me, we need to do Oakland A. We need to do win percentage watch on Monday. We're at two eleven. We need to make that a. Yeah, I agree. We need to make that a, a weekly weekly thing. Um, what was I going to say? Did you happen to catch? The uh the speaking of Orioles and Braves, did you catch the uh the morning game on Sunday? No. 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 I tuned in. That was actually a that was a good game. I I'm a sucker for morning baseball, I will say. And what time they, was it at? Uh it was an eleven thirty. 1130 start time, hmm. which I said it in our fantasy group chat. I I don't know why I didn't realize this sooner, but they can only do these games on the East Coast. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have the ballpark opening up. 
Well, I mean, technically, you could do it on the West Coast. No, because you'd have an eight eight. You'd have an eight thirty start time. Right. In order to meet that eleven thirty threshold out here on the East Coast, you'd have to start a game out at out there at eight thirty. Nobody's nobody's I'd be drinking down for beer. That. I would be Nobody, down for a Sunday morning baseball game that early. You want to grow the game? Start <laughs> the games on the West Coast at eight thirty and have the concession stands sell breakfast. There it is. I would do that. I would do that too. Like imagine just going up to the concession stand and getting to choose between French toast and some pancakes. You seen that pancake roll up? Put bacon in there. You seen that done before? No, but it sounds fantastic. Dude, just just roll it up like a like an open taco. You got a little That's paper a- bag at the bottom to hold it. Not sticky. Sign me up. Uh, Shove everything you want in there. Eggs, bacon, I don't care. Sausage. I'll go after it all. The, hold on, let me find it. Reason I asked about that Braves-Orioles game is because I can't find the, the nugget about it, but it was, oh, here we go. Orioles-Braves MLB Sunday leadoff game on NBC Peacock was the most watched MLB regular season Sunday day game since 2019. Most watched Sunday regular, day game. Regular season Sunday day game since 2019. Which is like super niche, but still interesting. Yeah, that's an Otani ESPN stat right there. Sure. But it's it's worth noting, and it speaks to not as much as the Braves, but more so to, as to what the Orioles are doing. Because the Braves are just continuing to to tear down the rest of the league. Good for Peacock. Trying Good to get on Peacock. the radar. And they actually had a decent crew. Like they, they had Ben McDonald, who I really like with uh with Masson. He's with the O's. And then they had uh they had Andrew Jones for the Braves, which I thought like was pretty good. And then it I think the uh the main commentator, I think it was Maddie V, which mm, whatever. I'm like not terrible. I like Maddie I'm V over. For, for commentating, but yeah, my, I'm I don't like the, the big like I don't need him for Big primetime games. That game's solid. That's a good Matty V game. Get you a little juiced yeah. up in the morning. Yeah. Uh, speaking of commentators, did you know Dontrell Willis is with the Dodgers now? Yeah, I saw that. Weird. It was He's weird. bounced around over, He's the, pretty over good. the last few years. He's not bad. He does pretty yeah. good. Yeah, he does a good job. He he does he does a good job with Fox too on the postseason. Yeah. I like him that. Yeah. I don't know if he still is with them in the postseason, but but yeah, we're getting some uh, some prominent figures up in the up in the booth. Which I really we're just like. getting old. We're just getting old. Uh, we are getting old. Oh my goodness! Uh, some noteworthy performances from the last uh, few week or f- few days, last week or so, and beyond. Buzz Lightyear, mm-hmm. uh, Juan Soto month of May watch. I told you it was coming. And I'm gonna keep reminding you. Nobody believed this. Been saying it since April. Juan Soto, month of May, watch. He's hitting, for the month of May, he's hitting 400 flat. He's 12 for 30, has a home run, seven RBIs, and eight walks. He's slashing. Hello. 387, 513, and 677 to start the month. 
I told you. It was coming. I told you. Twas coming. No one knew. I told you. Mic. How much saliva do you think this little microphone has taken in over the years? Stop. Not, not, not the time. Not the time. Told ya, Soto. I'm not even surprised. People keep sleeping on. Uh, you want to talk about sleeping? How about we give a little, we shine a little light. I was gonna do it last week. Let's shine a little light on uh, Mr. Eduardo Rodriguez, shall we? Uh oh. Fantasy group chat is on high alert right now. No, no, because everybody was saying, oh, Kyle's making him out to be the greatest thing since Pedro Martinez. No, I'm just saying he's having a great year as the ace of the, what did I say? Second place Detroit Tigers. How is that even possible? It's just a garbage division. The second place, I, I don't need to say their record. I think I've already maybe already said it. I don't need to repeat it. Just know that they're in second place. And Eduardo Eduardo Rodriguez is leading that that team into the black. Eduardo Rodriguez, and I'm only pulling up the game logs going back to April 12th because that's as far back as it shows me. April 12th against the Blue Jays. Six innings, one earned run, three Ks. April 18th, eight innings. Zero earned runs, 10 Ks. April 23rd against the Orioles, seven innings pitched, zero earned runs, six Ks. The 29th against the Orioles, five and two thirds, one earned run, five Ks. May 4th against the Mets, eight innings pitched, zero earned runs, nine Ks. That was a 32 point day for those keeping track at home. May 10th against the Guardians. That was yesterday. Seven innings pitched, zero earned runs, eight Ks. He's allowed one, he's allowed two earned runs dating back to April 12th. Two. Okay. So it's cute. It's cute. <laughs> I don't see it long term. Whatever, dude. I don't see He was it. a 20-game winner in Boston, so let's not pretend like I he's some that. scrub that just comes up out of nowhere. I get that, but he's not this. He's not an ace. Well, he's number one, and we've had that conversation before about the difference, and I, I think he's more than capable of holding down a number one spot in the rotation on a consistent basis without nah. faltering too far. It's a big ballpark he's playing in also. Look, that's that's who paid him to to play there. I, it's it's not his fault. Just saying. does he stay there? I don't think he stays there. No, I mean like we were talking about. It's a that's a that's a very well. I don't want to say very, but it's a tradable contract. And if somebody's desperate enough and he's still holding it down, somewhat relative to what he's doing now. He could uh, very much help a playoff push. I don't know what I don't know what he did when he went back. What was it, Venezuela? Is that where he went home to? Sure. I think he's Venezuelan. Sounds right. 
he like took that leave of leave of absence and I don't know what happened. I don't know what you got some place. of mom's cooking, dude. That's all it and takes. Go home, get some mom's something. cooking, get your laundry done. You're right back on it. Figured something out. Um, who else we got here? Let's look at the NL and AL players of the week. Uh, Sean Murphy continues. Goodness. Tear uh, it up. National wait, wait, wait. Of the week. Did they give up a bunch of all-stars to get him? Do they, is anyone even in that starting lineup for the A's? What was that trade like? I'm going to look that up. You keep going. National League Player of the Week, uh, Sean Murphy, second in all of Major League Baseball in OPS entering Thursday at 1041, tied for ninth in all of baseball with nine home runs. And with that effort, has entered recently entered the MVP discussion. Uh, comparable output levels right now to Buster Posey back in 2012 when he won the MVP. Uh, and obviously, as we mentioned, is doing it for a Braves team that is just otherworldly right now. So outside of them giving up William Contreras, because it was a three-way deal with Milwaukee, if you guys remember. Yep. Manny Pena. Freddie Tarnick, Roy Bear Salinas, Justin Yeager. Wow. There you have it. I don't know. Gave up, uh, gave up. Give up nothing. I don't know what to say. Me neither. I mean, when you look at the team that that acquired him. I just rattled off those names. I have no idea if it came from the Braves. I think it was partially from Milwaukee. I don't I don't really know. The point is, the guy that that they got is absurdly good at baseball. I Anthopolis has something. I've given up on trying to figure it out. I don't. I think his assistant GM is some type of like one of those hypnosis people. You come in for the meeting and he just makes direct eye contact at you. Did I see that Noah Syndergaard just stares at you? Hip, hip, Until you agree to the trade. Hypnosis. Agree. Did you see that? Noah's a weirdo, man. That guy's strange. I'm not about it. I'm not a no standard guy. Sean Murphy, though, doing his thing. Masataki Yoshida, American League Player of the Week, uh, just the other night snapped a 16-game hitting streak. Has really, really come into his own. Has really found found. Did you see mate. that? Did you see that stat where it was like his last 60 at bats? He hasn't swung and missed something like that. I didn't see that, but I'm not surprised, dude. And that that's why that's why they acquired him is because this guy is an on base machine. Just yeah, bats figures out a way crazy. Figures out a way to get on base is a very very high contact guy, and is showing that he's capable of, of putting a charge into some balls too. I think he, um, I forget how the conversation went or whether or not it was Cora or Haim talking about it, but. I think they were trying to maybe make him a leadoff guy 
and that he was basically just like, no, I pretty much hit in the middle of the lineup over in Japan. So I think I'm just going to keep doing that. And they've, <laughs> they've, no, they've, they've I'm going to need to him. erase that. Guys just freaking tearing it up. Uh, so yeah, just wrapped up a 16 game hitting streak over which he posted a 438 uh, average OPS of 1229 and an 8.5 strikeout rate. While Pretty also good. adding 18 RBIs. Uh, one of your guys, Harrison Bader, 12 for 28 since coming back from injury. 12 for 28, two triples, three home runs, 11 ribbies. He's hitting a 429 with an OPS of 1341. Needed him bad. I didn't realize that he, that, like, this is all Yankee fans know of Harrison Bader. Toured up in last year's postseason. Yep. And has missed all all year except for, you know, these last eight games. And then he immediately comes back and is just nails. And not at all what uh, offensively you were expecting. He was the defensive center fielder they brought in. Also, how's that trade looking now, by the way? Well, I was going to ask you, what is, your outf- what is your outfield looking like right now? Because oh, it's, at what it's, point do you... I don't you, want to talk about it. At what point do you DFA Hicks? I don't I understand don't why he's still sticking around. I think when Stanton comes back, uh, that's the only thing I think. Jake Bowers has been... The numbers don't say Jake Bowers has been great, but the dude absolutely lit it up in AAA and in spring training. He's got a couple bops already in the last week and a half. You had IKF, who's like only playing outfield now, occasionally swapping in at third base. There's so many unhealthy dudes there, but are the Yankees just too prideful to to? I don't know. Cut ties. Like, what's that contract looking like? It doesn't matter. He signed. I think he's. There's only a year or two left. It was a seven-year, seventy mil deal that he signed way back when. Horrendous. He's awful awful and he's like he's not even his defensive numbers have gone down and speed has gone down so he's not even a good base runner he's awful i don't understand not a single yankee fan knows why he's still on the team you would know better than i would but this doesn't seem like a a scenario in which a change of scenery would help i just don't know Mm. if aaron hicks has the has he's too stubborn anymore He's too stubborn. His le- like his his lefty approach is horrendous. He's it's so bad that he's a switch hitter. It's so bad that he's basically only getting starts when he's going up against a lefty on the mound because the righty numbers look better. Over a career where the lefty numbers have been better. This is how bad it is. He's awful. I don't care. They just hit a home run the other day. It doesn't matter. Speaking of hitting home runs in Yankee Stadium, Jordan Diaz. One good thing for the A's. No, we just talked about this. Second good thing. You got you got Rooker over there just mm, still true. True, true, true. up. I think he leads all of baseball in OPS. Uh he yeah, he's just above Sean Murphy. Um, 
Jordan Diaz, three home runs on Tuesday night in a 10 to five loss uh, at Yankee stadium, joining Hector Lopez as the only second baseman in A's history to accomplish the feat. He's also the first Colombian to hit three home runs in one game. And we just found out before we hopped on that he was on, he was on team Columbia this year. Yeah. Who third rookie ever was with the A's as well to do this out in chase this year. Yeah. Yeah. So big good day. And what were you, what were you saying about his uh, backstory with the Yankees? Oh, he like came out quoting after the game. It was like, it's just kind of like a dream come true. Cause um, back home, he used to watch like the only they he lived in the capital. I don't remember the name of the city, but um, the only nationally televised games they got were typically Yankees games. So him and his grandpa who had passed away um, were big Yankees fans. So, and what's weird to me is that like the quote was like, I, I grew up, loving Derek Jeter and A-Rod. And I'm like, oh, I'm so old. Um, anyway, the, yeah. So it's like a dream come true for him to, to be able to, you know, do that in Yankee Stadium and kind of a little ode to his, his late grandpa, which is cool, man. I love those stories. I love hearing those stories. I think something else you like hearing is uh, Carlos Correa having to address the boos that have been raining down at Target Field. Six weeks into his six-year, $200 million contract, he's already hearing it. Mm-hmm. And what a... I've heard both sides here. I've heard, well, good for him for being accountable and acknowledging the reality of the situation. My take on this, this is such a, it's such a weird thing to say. He said, he, when they asked him about it earlier this week, he said, I'd boo myself too with the amount of money I'm making if I'm playing like that. Yeah, we get it. We know you're making a lot of money. Yeah. But don't spend the offseason running your mouth about how you're Dior and how you're this yeah. like luxury that teams need to just quote come get. Yeah. Like, no. And that's yeah. why you don't run your mouth like that, because then you leave yourself open for criticism, warranted criticism like this. And then you have to you have to answer for that as well. So maybe you just don't if you just shut your mouth, if you just learned one time in your life, Carlos Correa, if you learn to just shut your mouth, you don't put yourself in a situation like this. Sure, you'd still have to answer for it, but it looks a lot better when you're saying, yeah, I've been playing like garbage and y'all are paying me a lot of money. It'd be different if you were saying that coming off an offseason where we just didn't really hear from you. But you you spent the whole offseason talking about how you're this you're like luxury. You're comparing yourselves to luxury clothing and, and designer brands. And then you play like this. Not a good look, but you're used to not good looks. So I don't uh, I'm, you, I'm not surprised. You got to be a badass if you're if you're a villain. That's just how it works. That's how it works. And it's going to start to slide a little bit because, as we know, regular season numbers aren't that great. They're not a top five shortstop kind of great. Postseason numbers are. But what happens if the Twins don't get to the postseason? I mean, they're going to get 
They're going to get swept if they do. We all know how this story ends. Exactly. So. I don't know, man. Looks like Mets and Giants dodged a big old slow bat ankle grenade. I mean, it's, it's very possible. Like, I think it'll be fine. I'm not going to sit here and say no, 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 no. I'm just saying, trying to take a more objective route here because I just, I, I, I went in on him just now. I mean, it's possible that had he ended up in one of those two cities, that this season goes completely differently. Because, like we've talked about, who wants to play for the Twins? Who wants to play in Minnesota? Nobody. So at least from that point of view, there that explains why Sonny Gray's numbers are still so good. Because bingo, yeah. So from that point of view, I can understand it. But the reality is this is who you signed this is who you signed with after this circus of an offseason. Mm-hmm. And so you just got to deal with it, man. Twins are going to have an old, unhealthy lineup for a while. For a while. For a while. Um... You didn't drop the boo button either. I thought you were going to do it. I don't have a boo button. Do I have a boo button? I do have a boo button. Boo. Guys, a bum. We need to bring the bum list back. That was a good time. That was, that was vintage 3-0 take right there. Let's do it. The bum list. Let's do it. Every Thursday, find a bum. Find a bum. We don't need necessarily need to add to the list, but we can just do we can run through like maybe an update of where the correct where the, list is where the bums are. Correct. And whether or not the list has changed, whether or not names have been added, dropped. So as of look, right now, Correa is the only one on the bum list. Well, we can we can talk about this next Thursday. We can okay. we can go into it fresh. Okay. But look. And I, if you, you probably hear that and go, oh, what are the likelihood of you adding somebody to the list and then dropping off? Manny Machado. That's that's all I need to say. True. We're, he we're really men of integrity earned, here. He earned his spot off of the bum list. So it's possible if you make your way onto the bum list, it's possible to work your way off. It's not. It's not unheard of. It's not unheard of. Um. Pretty slow news week, so I don't... I mean, unless there's anything else you got, I was just going to hop into the, the weekend series. Yeah. Maybe keep an eye on. Yeah. There's some good ones. I think I'm finally breaking my my trend here of doing the primetime game. Oh, I think I might have. No, you actually didn't. I, I didn't? I, uh, you looked? I saw it. Yeah, I, I just happened to see it when I was scrolling through the other series. It's actually uh, St. Louis and Boston. Which is well, preseason. You could on paper the match like sure yeah. the names sure that sounds great. Cardinals but. in Boston. Uh yes, it's just kind of one of those things that like doesn't even matter how the teams are doing. That's that's gonna bring eyes. You know what I mean? For it's sure. It's like it's like Yankees going to Wrigley or you know Cubs going yeah. to New York. It's yeah. like that kind of thing. Yeah, give me Nolan and Fenway all day, yeah. all day. I don't even care. Um, but for me and. If you would have, if I would have told you this was the series I was going with like a year ago, I would have said you're insane at this point in the year. But the weekend series that I'm interested in watching this year, because I've watched multiple games featuring both of these teams, mm-hmm. separate, separate series, of course. 
Game one between the Pirates and the Orioles. That's wild. It's crazy to hear out loud. But, like, for good reason... Well, I mean, Pirates have been on a little bit of a... Well, more more than a little bit of a skid, but... Well, skid. Still in first place, like you said. So, we've got a series here between the first place Pittsburgh Pirates and the second place in the American American League East, but first placed in pretty much every other division. Baltimore Orioles. Game one, you got Johan Oviedo. Johan Oviedo. Nailed it. Versus Kyle Bradish. 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 Nailed it. I got the Kyle part right. I I at least got that one right. Uh, I've never been able to pronounce this guy's name. Game two, is it... Is it Roanzi Contreras? Ronzi. Ronzi? Sure. Rowanzi Contreras versus Tyler Wells. And then game three, you've got Mitch Keller versus Kyle Gibson. That's the Mitch, game right there. Mitch Keller coming off a, a yep. very strong outing. Mitch Keller's been good all year. That was a hard trade for me to give up in fantasy. That was not an easy name to give up. He's been good all year. Very under the radar. Kyle Gibson... Decent, right? Good year. So, uh, yeah. no, I don't necessarily. I'd have to. I mean, I'm speaking truly off the top of my head here. I may be completely wrong, but from what I remember, I don't think he's really lived up to what they were maybe hoping for just yet. But it's still early. Sure, sure, sure. They he was the he was like this the lone free agency signing, right? Wasn't he in One Texas of- last year? Was he not with Philly? Philly. Right? Am I, I think crazy? he had traded from... He was a Ranger for a while. Yeah, Gibson's 4-2, and two, ER 4.4 ERA, whip of 1-3-4. So, like... Yeah, how much How much do you think Mount Baltimore has, has equated to this hot start for the Orioles? His pitching isn't great. Mount Baltimore. Yeah. What's Mount Baltimore? What? Do you live under a rock? That's what they call the left field wall. I've literally never heard this until just now. What? Mount Baltimore? Yeah. What are you saying? That's 100% what they call left the left field wall. Do they really? Yeah. I. This is news to me. Really? Mount right. Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, so by the way, he was with Texas in 2021, Gibson, mm. and then got traded to Philly in 2021. Look at us. And then was both, with Philly 22. Both correct. I like that. Look at that. Um, Yeah, Mount, what are you? Let me look this up. I don't believe you. I mean, I believe you, but it's also like why usually these are the kind of things I hear about just in passing, but I have not once heard this. I think that's what like... Orioles, I mean, we can, should we just call Ryan right now? See what he's doing? It's a Thursday. I feel like the only time we can call Ryan's on a Monday morning. If that. If that. The man is, he's just got more appearances than anyone ever. Guy just stays grinding. The guy opened up his Twitter video today with, hey, it's Thursday. 
just stay grinding. Mm-hmm. Or it may have been Monday, but mm-hmm. the guy is just all about the grind. Mount Baltimore Camden Yards. That. Is this like, or it would have to be a new thing. He's well, I think it was mainly last year when it first got built. I think it's right, kind of like right, phased right. out a little saying. bit, but yeah. Yep, sure enough, there it is. Mount Baltimore. Bingo. That's wild. Because their pitching isn't good. You know? Their starting pitching isn't, isn't very good. And they got some lefty pop in the lineup. So, yeah, I don't know. I saw, uh, was it Adley? I think Adley's on Utah Street now. Nice. He put one out this week, I believe. Anyway, that's my series to watch. Solid. Oh, sorry. Little Is uh, it in Baltimore? Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, little side note here. Juan Soto is currently two for two, so... <laughs> I mean... I'm tired of talking about your fantasy team. It's not even the talking about the fantasy team. It's Juan Soto month of May watch. Okay, that, it this is. This was so predictable. Juan Soto, just look at the splits, man. No, no, no. I tried to tell him too. Just, people tried, just ignored it. Ben, tell him what series you got. I got Braves going up north to the Great White North Blue Jays uh, in Toronto. I don't know what this accent is. Spencer Strider going game one versus Chris Bassett. I think that's an Apple TV game on Friday. Uh, You got Bryce Elder versus Jose Barrios. Um, Unfortunately, because of the Braves' woes, we don't know who's starting on Sunday for the Bravos, but uh, you got Kikuchi going for the Blue Jays. Dude, Kikuchi's actually been having a surprising year. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. And I kind of pulled just like some offensive notes. We already kind of talked about some guys, but I, I made a note that Sean Murphy and Ronald Acuna are two and three on the OPS list in all of baseball. Second and third. 1041 and 1014. And Matt Olson ain't no chump either. He's at 909. Um, and then you got some more bops in the lineup. On the on the blue side, with uh, old Chappie at ten oh four, fifth in the league, and Vladdy at nine fourteen, Bo at nine oh seven. It really doesn't seem like there's much else from that lineup right now. Cause Springer doesn't seem super healthy. No, he's he's lacking a little bit. Yeah, and um, you know, Kiermaier is Kiermaier. He's not there to to really you know, smack it around the park. It's mainly a defensive dude with the occasional triple. It's and just what's crazy. Cause you Gurriel is killing it in Arizona. Yeah. Tay Oscar's doing pretty well in Seattle, I believe. So it's just a little, yeah, it's okay. It's a little interesting. I don't think he's Toronto Tay Oscar right now, but he's, he's holding it down. Yeah. He'll get there. But what, What's crazy though is Chapman's playing out of his mind. So if mm-hmm. you if you take that out of the equation and just chalk him up, like just plug in like regular offensive chat Matt Chapman, that lineup's not looking all that spectacular. 
I'm a sucker. I agree. I am a sucker for adjustments. And the leg kick going from the toe tap looks to be a game changer for him. And good for him to walk here. And so, you know, I hope he gets paid. I'd love, re- I would love, love to see him in pinstripes. I would freaking love that. I could see it. He seems like I kind of could to see it, it too. He he seems like a guy that just kind of fits that mold. He kind of does, doesn't he? I appreciate he's you already saying got that. the. I he's already got the clean shape. And... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, let's go. Let's get it. That's half the battle right there. Like if you if you've it already gotten is. that, <laughs> it's why Joey like, Gallo didn't do well. Yeah, if we don't have to guess at what you're gonna look like once you don the pinstripes, then you're already halfway there. If I was clean shaven, I would request that we did this without uh, a, a video. That's what I would request. Old so school I understand. take, no video. Old school three take, audio only. That's. I mean, I understand. So, but he don't need it. Can we revisit this uh, Braves lineup thing real quick before we get out of here? What are the odds? What are the odds? That Sean Murphy, Ronald Acuna Jr., and Matt Olson finish in the top five MVP voting. What's stupid is that we're we're not even we're not even talking about other guys that could very much be in that conversation too. You talk about Michael Harris. Talk about Austin Riley. Ozzy Albies. What? And uh, somehow Marcelo Zuna has found something recently. I don't know if you saw that. He's been bopping for the last week and a half. Yeah, and what's something insane is they're earning water. They're earning like a collective fourteen dollars per I year. Know. So it's it's insane to see the the output when you look at the offensive output compared to, to the dollar input. That's it's, it's that ratio steal. is astronomical i don't even know what that math looks like but i know it's astronomical insane um there was we did we did our series each but i i thought there was like a couple other good ones worth worth uh looking at this weekend you got the got the padres dodgers again uh you've got rays yankees You've got, you did, you mentioned the Braves, Blue Jays. You've got Cardinals, Red Sox, uh, Astros and the White Sox, which like for all intents and purposes, not that great of a matchup, but the White Sox are slowly but surely kind of figuring a little something out, uh, inching the way back a little bit. They still got some work to do, but um, yeah, and I think... Giants D-backs should be a good one. I I gotta say, dude, I have like a soft spot in my heart now for Chase Field. I don't know, I don't know what it is, but like yeah. I see, I'll see pictures and videos of it, and I'm like, the field, the field, kind of sucks, but it was it was a special place, a special time. I want to go back. I miss I miss the WBC. I wonder if they've found a fourth item at the concessions to include. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, if they we if found the D-backs, scoops well, that's all that matters. 
We found Scoopswell. Hey, and... look. If... Shout out Scoopswell. If if the D-backs want to be the first West Coast team to volunteer to, to kick off this true breakfast ball out West for Peacock. I'll do it. I'll go. We, you can add a whole breakfast menu if you're if you're Chase true. Field. There's a lot, a lot of potential there. You want to talk about making waves in the baseball world. The first ever breakfast menu at a ballpark? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll make a special trip out there. I got to be honest. That. I mean, why isn't that an option anyway, no matter the time of day? Why isn't there a breakfast bar at, at some places? Uh, Well, I mean, I think some teams have come out with like one-off breakfast items, like chicken and waffles or stuff like that. But I'm that talking about like a full-on... Yeah, dude, like a breakfast, breakfast burrito. Menu. Let's get behind. Let's start the movement. Who? I wonder how many people would be interested in a breakfast menu at a ballpark. I could see it. I'm thinking the percentage is more than fifty. I mean, no offense, but I could see some some people in Atlanta really, really crushing on some like biscuits and gravy down there. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, dude. Just like yes. start their day yep. with some biscuits and gravy. Yeah, this is. This is a thing now. It, we're going to start the movement. Breakfast menus across across the country at big league ballparks. We need it. We have to have it. And it's not like you're not having messy options in, in the in the lunch slash dinner department. There's messy food in there too. So give me a cup of gravy. Ow. And some yeah, give, biscuits. Just give me a little. Desk. What? I just, I just stubbed my finger. Right on my nice. desk. Give me like a little cup of the the syrup that you yeah. can just keep. You can keep hot. Like you yes. just set it on like your little French toast there. sticks. Dude, it, what are we doing? Why are we so behind the eight ball here? Just make it happen. More day base, more morning baseball across baseball and more breakfast. More bacon There's, needs to be introduced to ballparks as well. More bacon. The smell uh, of fresh grass and bacon. Hello. What are we doing? What are we even doing? I think we need a raise. Close, closing the book. Uh, did you see, talking about the Orioles again, did you see that they're introducing the Baltimore birdbath? I did. I needed a little more context on that. So it's going it, to be... Are there going to be people spitting a lot? I'm sure they are. That's not what they're promoting, but I'm sure that will be a side effect of, of this decision. I would not be thrilled. Uh, but they are going to be introducing what they're calling the bird bath splash zone going to be $20 tickets in left field. I, I think this is every game at home. I don't, I don't know if this is like just a Friday thing or what, uh, but it's gonna be $20 tickets in Camden yards in section 86. Uh, the description here said, I can read it off for you. Okay. It says, Lock in your seats in the all-new Bird Bath Splash Zone. Celebrate like the Orioles on all extra base hits. Water will be sprayed after Orioles, doubles, triples, and home runs. We encourage fans to celebrate with the Orioles team by mimicking, turning on the faucet, activating the sprinklers, and drinking out of the homer hose, and joining in on the fun in Section 86. There's a disclaimer at the bottom that says, You may get wet in the Bird Bath Splash Zone. We encourage fans to secure their belongings in waterproof bags before entering the Bird Bath. I'm all about it, dude. Are I we just going to skim over drinking out of the hose? No, they're not saying drinking out of a literal hose. They're saying mimicking, turning on the faucet, activating the sprinklers, drinking out of the Homer hose. So you're just going to have a bunch of people running around looking like this. That's all. 
I'm trying to imagine like the left fielder, like the away left fielder, like tracking it all the way back to the track. Oh, that ball's out of here. And then just getting <laughs> spat on literal spit coming that, out of fans I, mouths. Is it think... right up against the fence or is it like, in a? I think I, I saw that section 86 is near the bullpen. So it's going to be near the bullpen. I like the idea of introducing a little bit of a water situation during the summer. That That's fun. I'm excited to to see it. I think that's a that's an easy win for a team that's looking to, you know. Do you think they just pull the water right from the harbor? That's questionable water if they're doing I don't know about that. Doing that. But yeah, dude, I'm I'm all for it. This is one of those things. This and we've been saying this forever. This is a simple way to grow the game. Instead of shopping chopping up the the foundation of the sport. You know, mm-hmm. make the experience better for fans. Like that's Correct. just such an easy win. I think this is a a a no brainer. Not that this is not that this was like an obvious thing. This I think this was a pretty creative addition. But now that we've seen it, I think it's a no brainer. I think it'll be fun. Can we call it too much on all extra base hits? I understand home runs. Yeah, all that, extra that might base be hits. Like the one. I mean. That is what they do, though. Like it's on brand with like the O's getting second, third, so on and so forth. Understood. But yeah, that's that's a lot. You've been that Sea World. Yeah, sit in the splash zone. Yep, that's basically what we're looking at here. Ponchos uh, co- are provided. A couple more items here. Do you see Mookie Betts rented an Airbnb because he didn't want to stay in that hotel that apparently was haunted? Good for you, Mook. I bet he got a great night's sleep. I don't know. I've never I've never understood the whole like haunted thing. I'm not messing around with it. That's what I do know. No, but like have people actually experienced it, or is it just things you read about or see on like a Netflix documentary that's clearly doctored? I've experienced it for sure. Really? There's a yeah, there's a it's called the Decatur House. It's in Baltimore. I went there as a kid. I've heard about that. Yeah, and you like you can go on tours and stuff, and there's definitely like people on the tours experiencing stuff, like really strange. Like there I just was. Wonder, it's it's scary, dude. But how much of that is just like mental, that you're just like you're going was, into it expecting there to be something. There was a story because they do like I think they did like one night tour, but the rest of the tours were during the day, and there was this story that there was this couple that was going through this house and one of them went in like one of the rooms to like to leave the line of the tour or whatever. The door got slammed, closed shut. And this is back like early 2000s where cell phones like aren't really just like they are now. And husband is on the outside. Wife is inside the room. Husband is getting a call on his cell phone from his wife cell phone was locked in the car during the tour wife didn't even have the phone on her wild stuff bro wild stuff i don't touch it i'm good i don't need it don't want any part of it so you're on board with mookie here 100 percent job well done mook did he have to get approval for that? I wonder. Like, you have to not. I mean, it's know? Mookie Betts. Like, wh- yeah, it's true. You're going to tell Mookie no. Uh, I'm sure he was like, yeah, I'll buy you a steak dinner too, boss, if you just let me slip out of here. I don't know. Very fair. 
Uh, and last last thing I got here, I'm I'll be going to my first Major League Baseball game of the 2023 season this weekend. Good for you. Be hitting up the Nats and the Mets on Mother's Day. Tough. Tough. Are the, the Mets are just you falling are you faces. taking Mama Corwin or? Yeah, it'll be a family thing. Yeah, cool. whole family. Meredith cool, cool. be going. Yeah, whole deal. Be good. That's time. all right. I'll get my first dose of the pitch clock and all that, so we'll see how it goes. Are you wearing are you wearing Nat stuff? Am I wearing Nat stuff? No. I usually you don't. own Nat stuff. Yeah, I think like one or two shirts, but yeah. I'm not wearing it. I'll just go neutral. Yeah. I could wear my Met shirt that you got me. True. Beanie. It is May. <laughs> and a beanie, yeah. Because yeah. it's like Apparently 30 degrees out of here. No, yeah. it's not. But yeah, that'll be uh first one of the year for me. So we'll see how it goes. I'll report back on Monday. Please do. Whether or not I hated it. What's the pitching matchup? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh ooh, I would love to see Josiah Gray. Okay, so Mackenzie Gore is pitching today. Or no, I'm sorry, Friday. And then Williams on Saturday. You're going to get Patrick Corbin. Trevor Williams. If Am I going to get Patrick Corbin? No, I'm getting uh, Jake Irvin. Never heard of her. Uh, what about the Mets? TBD all weekend. Ah. Love that. Love it. Anyway, that's all I got. Unless you got anything else. Adios. You see Geek for all your ticket purchases. Have a great weekend. Don't go chasing curveballs. Promo code 3 Tech. That's our social handle. I check out. Save $20 since I first purchased as a first time user. So I get to use save some of that. Code our cash. Don't go chasing curveballs. Enter promo code 3 Tech. That's our social handle. At check out. We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.